0: Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 15th of February. Like many economists, every Monday I rush to my laptop, eager to log in to the latest US Department of Agriculture's egg market news report. This fascinating piece of economic literature has reported a slump in farm egg prices over the course of the last six weeks. Eggs have basically halved in price since the start of this year. But what about all the media reports of disease pushing up egg prices? What about yesterday's US consumer price inflation with its 8.5% monthly increase in egg prices? Eggs demonstrate some of the problems attached to consumer price inflation analysis. The timing of when consumer prices are surveyed makes a bit of a difference and there may be some lags from earlier price increases as well. But, ultimately, egg prices are not really driven by farmers who get only about a third of the retail price of eggs. The packaging and transport adds a small amount, but it is retailers' costs and, critically, retailers' profit margins that make up the rest of the price. If retailers can sell consumers a story to get them to accept higher prices, then margins can be expanded. However, consumers do now recently seem to be rebelling against the egg prices that retailers are charging. Ultimately, yesterday's US Consumer Price Inflation Report offered something for everyone. In a topic as complex as inflation, it's generally possible to pass the data in such a way as to prove that a Weimar-style hyperinflation is just around the corner or that deflation is about to drag the economy down. Markets seemed a little unhappy that the data was in line with expectations, not weaker than expected. Markets have got used to weaker than expected data on inflation. Today, there are US retail sales figures. These tie closely to the consumer price inflation, because the fictional owner's equivalent rent is behind quite a bit of US consumer price inflation these days. That means that consumer spending power for homeowners is better than it appears. That better spending power may support some retail spending. At the same time, consumers' willingness or ability to use savings and credit has been fading, and consumer spending patterns have been changed by the pandemic. Some things that were considered price-sensitive and cyclical purchases have become less so, and vice versa. UK January consumer prices did come in weaker than expected which is what markets expect to see. Producer prices were more or less in line with expectations. Anecdotal evidence has suggested that UK consumers are rebelling against some price increases. Food and home fuel remain the main drivers of UK inflation. In the glittering wonder that is the euro we'll be hearing from ECB President Lagarde Markets are unlikely to listen very closely. There are industrial production data from both the euro area and the United States. Markets are not likely to get too worked up about this data, however, because in 2023 it seems to be very much the performance of the service sector that is driving both growth and inflation performance. Global goods supply broke all records in 2021 and then again in 2022, but with demand slowing. There's less of a focus on good supply in 2023. That's all for today. Have a good day.